Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Thanks for tuning in hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. Syracuse completes the BC sweep with a 76-56 win over the Golden Eagles for the second time in 11 days. You'll hear from us and we'll hear from you and Finn. Feedback in the orange with a quick turnaround, but do not get to, they do get to remain home in the Dome tomorrow against Georgia Tech. So this is a rescheduled game. Tip is set for seven. In the last I checked, they did not have TV on here. I'm checking right now. And they still don't. So uh, I guess you'll have to be on the lookout for that. So we'll let you know what we think about the Yellow Jackets coming up. So if you have not checked out our overtime episode with Tyler Morona, it's not um, it's not game breakdown stuff, but uh, we shoot the breeze for about an hour and a half, and it was fun. And um, as soon as basketball season finishes up, Maybe we'll do something like that again. I got some good feedback on it. I didn't get any bad feedback on it. Let's put it that way. So uh, with that said, let's take a listen and see what Coach had to say after the sweep of Boston College. I think our defense was pretty good. It was pretty good inside. But they got off to a bad shooting start, and we did too. We're making some really bad turnovers early and uh, got, gave them some baskets. Then we started to move the ball better and, uh, and got in good position. The second half, they, when they made a little run there, we missed probably four in a row shots we can make, but you're gonna miss those sometimes. And uh, timeout, we had Jimmy try to get to the basket, and if he couldn't get there, to turn and find Cole, and he found it. He made the three. That was the bucket. We really needed that basket. And then the rest of the way, we were, just, we're solid. But overall, you know, they struggled to score against us. Their outside shooting isn't, isn't uh, as good as it needs to be. But it's a good win. They just went to overtime at Notre Dame, and... They play hard. They really play good defense. They make it hard for you to get shots. Jim, coming into a game like today with Barama not having played in almost two years to that, did you ever think you'd get 18 minutes out of him? I mean, he's been pretty good in practice. Like, I mean, he's he's practiced the whole practice. 
He hasn't come out. He hasn't had to go in the locker room or training room for the whole practice for a couple, two, three weeks now at least. Um, he's just, his timing's not quite there. Balls that he would normally catch and put in, he's just not quite there yet. Do you feel like you guys were closing out or were they just kind of messing? We're better. We, we made him take secondary shots, didn't let him get the first one. I, I thought we did a good job defensively overall. Benny forgot to close out in the first half, and, you know, he knows that he's got to come up there, and uh, he's got to learn that. We can't let that guy shoot in the wing. Having the fans is good. I'd like to see us get back and to normal. Hopefully we can get to normal someday soon. Jim, piggyback off that question, to see Barama come in and, and do what he did today and give you guys some really good minutes after the adversity that he's gone through with the injuries over the years. Just how awesome is it to, to see him kind of get back and have well, some, put some good minutes out there? He's a great kid. He's one of the best kids we've ever had here. He doesn't complain. He just keeps going. And when all you're doing is getting treatments and not playing, it's awfully difficult. It's been you know ongoing for two years, and uh, he's a good player. You know, he was really—it's a shame because he was really rounding into a really good player. And I'm hoping we can get him back a little bit closer to that. I don't care what the record is; they're going to keep playing. They're going to keep working. That's all you can do. You know, we're getting ready to play the next game. You know, in life, you try to learn to have a good day the next day. It doesn't matter how many bad days you had. You can have 100 bad days, 200 bad days. That doesn't mean you're not ready to play and go get the next day. And that's what this team has done all year. We've had our disappointments, but they're always ready to play. They always get ready to go. And sometimes our goodness hasn't been good enough, but... It's, uh, it's a great group. They've done everything we can. They come in extra. When we're off, they're in there lifting, running. Cole's in there. Joe's in there in the morning. Uh, side buddy. All those guys. They're all in there. Extra. Can you speak to just what Ron has been through in his career? Yeah, it's tough. You know, two years not playing. Uh, you know, the last part of his junior year, he was averaged a double-double against some of the better teams in the league. He was really good, you know, really good. And uh, he's trying to get back. You know, you can't miss that much time and be, be that. But he, uh, he never complains. He tries to do everything he can to help his team win. And, you know, he's, uh, he's a great, great guy, great teammate, great guy to have on your team. And I think that he can contribute as we go down the stretch here. All right, we welcome a new sponsor. The Coach Montage is brought to us by Athletic Greens. Tons of people take a multivitamin. I do. Joe, do you? Do you take a multivitamin? I do. You do? So do I. Well, great. Uh, Because it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Uh, Adaptogens are an adaptogenic herb for the nervous system, in case you didn't know. Okay. Um, They help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps support gut health, the nervous system, as I mentioned, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, Joe. So maybe 
you can get some of that hair back or something. It's mm. lifestyle <laughs> it's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar and no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. You just put in one scoop of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. The vitamin D, very important for, well, especially the COVID. The COVID. Um, In case you didn't know. I know they didn't come out and tell us that until, you know, 14 months had gone by. But, very important. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Okay. ColorCast is a live audio only sports talk platform free to download news, talk to us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your experience on the app. Go to your iOS or Android store and download it. Create a profile. Link it to your Twitter and join a group. Follow us at QS Militia to be notified when the room goes live. We will set up some color cast stuff, but Obviously, our main our main route of uh, interacting with you guys is the Spotify Green Room. We use that live here on the show, and the color cast stuff will be something extra. So, which is kind of ironic because a couple people uh, requested some extra stuff. I think even one guy was like, "Start a Patreon. We'll, we'll pay for extra content." And I'm like, "No, we're not taking your money." Okay. Instead, we'll do this. We'll do the uh, color cast stuff. And, and see how that works, maybe for some extra content once in a while. Uh, you know, and maybe we got to stop being a little lazy and get some of the some of the video footage up. It, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, it takes work and time. So thank you, Athletic Greens and ColorCast. But it does take work and time to get the, the video stuff up. So, you know, I mean. Yeah. But it's when you get it up, it's worth it, I suppose. And it's fun. If you can find something funny, it's always good. So, um, anyways, uh, yeah. So let's start at the top of this thing, Joe. Uh, look, obviously, the story of the game, besides the win, was Brahma. So that's why the montage was a little long. I wanted to put everything in there that Coach had to say about Brahma. It was the it was the focus of the post game press conference? And by the way. Welcome back to the press pool for being live and not on the computer. And <laughs> it's, it's, finally, it's finally here. And we're so happy to have... Now, this happened before, and they went back to Zoom. But uh, I think it is, it's time. So SU needs to get with the program and just go ahead and join the rest of the country and world, actually. In fact, if you really think about it, uh, I think yeah, SU is one of the last entities that's doing this. <laughs> so in the world... Okay, Uh, so anyway, uh, slow start shooting for both teams, Joe. We had to watch uh, some softball first before we got to the game. Uh, But BC struggled the most out of the two. And, you know, Syracuse actually didn't finish bad 56% from the floor and and 
43 and a half from three, which is really good. So they cleaned it up and went on a couple different runs, but 17% from the outside for BC, and that's just not going to get it done against Syracuse because eventually Syracuse, most of the time, is going to hit their shots, right, Joe? So they're gonna, you're yeah. going to have to do better than 17%, 5 or 28 from three. Yeah. Uh, when you see games like that, you wonder where the defense has been all year, right? And you're just like, oh, exactly. if they just played like that, then, you know, but then also you need to put into effect – the competition as well. Now, I think in twice now, Boston College has kind of proven that they don't have the offense and the players to beat us. Uh, they got some good big men that put up some good um, some good numbers. You know, Quentin Post and Karnick actually showed up this time uh, with 11 and 11. But uh, other than their big men, everyone else seemed to have um, really struggled. Same kind of as his last game. I know Zachary had a bunch of points at the end of or the second half the first time we played, but. Um, I think we both kind of knew that it was going to go this route um, and it had to be really, really, it had to be way uglier than what it was for Boston College to really even have a chance. So um, don't mind that it was ugly because of the um, the lead that they pretty much held. It, it seemed like they had control of the game um, and we haven't had that many bench minutes in, in quite some time. And um, or at least it's not normal for us <clears throat> to get that many bench minutes. Um, realistically, but you're talking about 47 bench minutes, and um, we normally don't don't do that. So I'm glad, you know, the first game going into this crazy uh, stretch of a game every other day is what it's going to seem like. And uh, I'm glad that Sadibi got some some minutes under him, and Torrance got back up close to the 20 minute mark. Even Benny had seven uh, seven Eight. minutes with uh, some activity. So uh, it was good to see them not really burn out the starters, get an easy win um, going into this uh, stretch of games. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned Benny. He hit a field goal. Uh, finally, finally hit a field goal. And, um, you know, hopefully he can be a little bit better. You heard Coach kind of get on him about some of his rotations. As you mentioned, the defense was was much better this game. Now we are dealing with, you know, a Boston College team that's struggling. And, you know, but at the end of the day, it's still ACC basketball. I do, mm-hmm. I do take that into consideration, but it's it's conference play, and it, and, and just because you're winning the games, you need to win. That shouldn't diminish the the goal of of being able to do that. And it's not always easy. As your coach say, Boston College took Notre Dame in no overtime. So I mean, mm-hmm. any any given day, any one of these teams can beat the other, as we've seen. So. No, yeah, and they beat Notre Dame early on in the season, and they beat uh, Virginia Tech. So, um, you know, Boston College has proven that they have, they can come and beat you if you don't show up. Right, and you know, um, they've they've struggled offensively a little bit, and and you know that's kind of been their issue. But fifteen turnovers too. First of all, they couldn't hit anything. Fifteen turnovers turned into twenty three points for Syracuse. I mean, that's excellent. And and their shooting in the first half was atrocious. They just couldn't recover. Nine for 32. And then one of 14 from three-point land. So, uh, But let's let's move on. You mentioned Sidibe a little bit. And Coach, with a ton of praise for Sidibe, we always knew, first of all, he's wildly smart. He's a wildly smart guy. And he um, is a class act. And they, they, the, the kid's been on a, you know, PT and, and just a grind for the past two years. We all remember the game is approaching two years ago now going into the ACC or in the ACC tournament, the win against 
North Carolina, and it's just like, can you, Joe? Can you believe that it's two years ago? We are on the on the cusp of that being ex- just right at two years. That, yeah. that is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. When all this madness started, that is nuts. Um, but you know, we sat here last episode and said, you know, I don't know if he's going to be able to do it. I haven't seen it all year. You know, he had he coach mentions he had th- about three good weeks of practice, but you know, you got you got Jesse and you got Frank. And it's probably just a matter of him just being able to have the opportunity maybe to do it. But the conditioning, I mean, he played 18 minutes and two points, but uh, four rebounds, two blocks, and two steals. And he was active. And you saw him yep. getting out on the wings, Joe. And he had a killer block out there. And, yeah. um, you know, being able to close out like that and, and have that ability still is something that Frank struggles with a little bit. So to split minutes right now with Frank, he had kind of a rough game. And to be able to lean on Sadibi for some of that, I don't like Jimmy in the middle, obviously. Uh, it's not great. But, um, you know, we'll see a little by little if, if Sadibi can get in there and make a difference towards the end of the year, right, when it needs to happen, right? Well, yeah, and that's what we spoke about last game, right, is that this is like Sadibi's – he's a swan song, you know. He came back to just be part of the team more probably for school and realistically just to help the team whatever he could. He was perfectly happy you know, just doing his PT, getting the practice reps and helping the team in that way because of how good Jesse was playing. But now it's like, okay, there's a little bit of a, uh, an opening for him to come in and actually affect this season and go out in, in, in a positive, you know, not to say that we think about him in, in a negative way, but just like you said, it's been two years and he's just been trying to get to the point where he can run and jump up and down the damn the court. Let alone right. catch a ball, put it in the basket, all these other things. You see the little timing things the and all timing, that other yeah, stuff that, that he's a little – it's a little off, and, and Coach had mentioned that. Um, so just – I mean, it's encouraging. He's going to give it all he's got. You know, I mean, they even talked about it. Uh, we knew about it in the beginning and everything, and he's talking about, you know, getting into politics possibly in his home country and, and being a diplomat and stuff like that. I mean, that's the type of guy this person is off of the basketball court, right? So um, he's not looking to play professional basketball. Uh, this is going to be his swan song as far as on the court goes. And you know, he's going to give it all he's got until those knees give way. Um, you can still be a diplomat with bad knees. Um, and <laughs> right. at the end of the day, this isn't going to stop him from what he was born to do. Um, but he damn sure can come out on the court and, and help us out if this is the type of energy he's going to get. And I only expect him to get better unless those knees start acting up again. So I'm I'm happy uh, that he's getting this opportunity. And, and hopefully, um, you know, the fans can enjoy uh, Barama Sidibe like we did in that ACC tournament two years ago. And, and hoping for him to actually be a, um, be somebody that can affect uh, this team and, and their wins and loss column. And for someone who is in the system, been in the system and knows the system, the timing things and all that stuff, it's not going to take that much time. His biggest issue was staying healthy and being able to be stay on the court. So mm-hmm. if he if he's good there, that timing stuff, that'll get that'll get fixed. I'm not even worried about it. I was wildly optimistic after this game for Sadibi. Biggest story of that to come out of this game. And I just couldn't be happier for the guy. Obviously, uh, a, a big, big deal for Sidibe and Syracuse trying to finish up this year without Jesse Edwards. So, uh, as we mentioned, the defense is a little better. Coach, once again, I love how Coach adds these uh, uh, adds these things in there, and then no one follows up on it. Nobody, nobody ever follows up on how oh, the fans are good. Need to get back to normal. How many times has he said that? And there's n- crickets. 
nobody <laughs> ever that. no one touches it uh which mm-hmm. is it is hilarious to me but that's fine look beating a dead horse here it's time this is ridiculous the the the, the most entertaining thing that i seen yesterday as far as uh twitter went was uh i i, I quote tweeted James Zuba at James Zuba from News Magician about the crowd and the crowd looked decent on TV once it filled in, uh, mm. spread it out a little bit. It looked okay. They're saying twenty three thousand. That was the big. That was the big. Uh, the big dust up on Twitter. Twenty three thousand. No way was there twenty three thousand there. There might have been. Every time you saw the pan out and you could see the the level three. I mean, come on. Yeah. No. 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 We're not seven thousand short of thirty. No way. No way. Uh, so that was the big dust up on Twitter. If you're there, you can go check it out. I, I tried my best to stay out of it because I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't take my day. I got the show. If I really want to say something, guys, I'll come on the show and I'll say it. But, um, you know, Q's water boy took, you know, he, he carried the water on that one <laughs> for us. So... So if you, but one thing about Q's Waterboy, and I, I don't, I don't always agree with him, obviously, and he knows that, and I know that he doesn't always agree with me. And but that's all, okay, right? But because because we're respectful of one another, we've had long conversations on DM via text, and you can still, guys, you can still remain at odds in your opinion and still be able to get along. This is why I try to tell people who get send us the nasty grams all the time. Look, we disagree. Don't be mad at me because I don't agree with you. I mean, what kind of crap is that? I mean, I have to agree with you for you to to be uh, to you know to be okay with me. I mean, it's it's stupid. It's not how it works. But uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, if you cross Tony, he can get nasty. So, <laughs> Which is, I mean, it's enter- it's entertaining to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's got I got to be entertained by something on Twitter. Um, so, anyways. Uh, I like how Coach finished up. I uh, put it in there about the guys. No matter what the record is, they're always going to go out there. They're they're conditioning. They're lifting. They're running. They're in there together. They're kind of a tight knit group. I think that was something we missed last year, especially um, maybe a little clicky. I don't know, but you know these guys seem to get along. They enjoy one another. They're playing as a team. They do go out. You can see it. I, I mean, I feel like you can really, really see the effort in the camaraderie this year more so than i think the past couple years so not for anything uh, regardless of where we're at this team's not going to give up and that's always a, that's always good that's always a good look right joe oh yeah i mean absolutely and you know it, it seems to me like it doesn't really matter when people get subbed out and all these other things i mean sometimes people look upset they're in their feelings you know obviously no one likes to come out of the game but um I like how Jim's kind of played around with certain, you know, lineups and rotations and obviously losing Jesse, just brings another element. Uh, I mean, we saw John Bowl get, get four minutes. And um, again, with, with Samir coming out 17 and 17 minutes, you know, five assists with one turnover and a steal. Um, it's good. That's what know. he's there to do. Right. Right. I mean, he had yeah, four rebounds, I mean, Joe, and five assists. Joe played, Joe played 28 minutes and had one assist and three turnovers. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where we're going to see the three-yard lineup. Um, I'm imagining we're probably going to see it against Georgia Tech. They play a bunch of guards. Um, we're going to see times where Jimmy, where we go small and Jimmy's in there. Or, you know, Frank's in there and then we bring in Parama because Frank's not holding, you know, holding his weight. Like, we're going to see all these different, you know, rotations. Um, and it's nice to see that 
uh, it's starting to get a little bit more normal and people are starting to, you know, get over the fact of, you know, especially Joe, when it comes to, to that, we all know that he's been the one and, you know, and it's not a, it's not a secret. The coach has talked about it. The coach has talked about how if he doesn't get started on the offensive end or he makes some mistakes, he takes himself out of it. Uh, this game, we've he only played 28 it. minutes. We, we've, noted, we've noted that since he was a freshman. Right. And, you know, he played 28 minutes, had some bad turnovers, got taken out for him. Uh, Sai came in, played good, came back in, three-yard rot- uh, rotation with Sai playing the point, and he, he got back on track on offense. Buddy, so. Buddy had some bad turnovers, too. He just kind of sucked oh, it yeah. up and got over it, right? I mean. Well, and that's, and that's what you got to do. And that's the one thing where – Again, pretty much the same message that Jim brought on that. And it's a good message overall for life, not just basketball, but it's essentially, you know, you don't let a bad day carry into the next day, right? You want to wake up the next day forgetting about the day before if it was bad. And, and, and you're conquering the next day as if, you know, it's his own challenge. And yesterday didn't matter. Um, and that's what this team is doing. And that's what they're starting to learn as individuals and as a team. And, you know, we're going down the home stretch. There's still, uh, you know, a small window of opportunity. We're over 500 in the conference, and let's see what they can do. Yeah, be a uh, hell of a week. It's worth noting uh, how how quietly Cole Swider nabbed the the Ken Palm MVP uh, in his 36 minutes with 18 points. I mean, four rebounds, four assists, two two blocks, and a steal. Um, three for five from three point land. Really good and. Uh, being more consistent now. And, you know, it took a while, uh, especially in the offensive end, but it took a while, but I feel like he's there. So that's really good. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Um, all right. It's time to hear from you. It's time to hear from you. The loud mouths from the loud house. All right, fan feedback is brought to us by the same people that brought us the montage. Ironic enough, Athletic Greens. Tons of people are taking multivitamins. It's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, 
uh, probiotics in adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, uh, adapting to a wide range of diets. It, It contains less than one gram of sugar and no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one, uh, give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com sports drink to reclaim the free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance all right ColorCast. ColorCast is live audio only sports talk platform free to download and use talk to us other fans athletes and insiders in real time uh perfect for watch parties debates post-game breakdowns and reacting to breaking news that's a good one the breaking news thing share your own experiences there on the app too you can do your own thing as well just like at uh, spotify all you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the ios app store create a profile link it to your twitter and join the group or league follow us at Q's Militia to be notified when our room goes live like I said we'll be doing color cast stuff aside from the show maybe some bonus stuff so uh, and like I said we'll get into the video stuff and whatnot so thank you Athletic Greens and color cast let's start with the Twitter okay um, excuse me uh, at if not now when 84 nice seeing everyone in there getting some playing time if BC actually hit their open looks we would have been in trouble can't take much away from beating up on a crappy team on to the next go Cuse well I agree to a certain extent we've seen crappy teams Colgate n- hit threes on us well, Colgate's I mean you know I understand they're doing good in the Patriot League but uh, if you can hit threes, we're done. And yeah, if they hit them, uh, we would have been in trouble. But they didn't. <laughs> so the defense actually did a did a good job. I mean, they were they were flustered. I mean, they they're not a a eighteen percent uh, three point shooting team. So coming into this game, I believe they were. Let's see, um, what were they, Joe? Do you remember they were low thirties anyway, if I remember right. So um, okay. Yeah, not a good shooting team. And honestly, I mean, we shot over 50%. So if we shoot over 50%, there's a good chance we're going to be able to win the game, especially when we're playing against a team that doesn't have great offense. And their best part of their game is their defense. And if we put up 76 points and then our defense shows up a little bit, then we probably got that game, especially if we shoot 50%. Yeah, and they're they're a 30%. Three I don't care team. how bad a team is. If you shoot fifty percent, you're you're. I mean, that was a good day. Yes. No matter the competition. Oh man, I would pick this guy. At sip of Weinberg, I believe. I think. Defense was fine. BC isn't a good team and couldn't take advantage of open shots. Good win, but lots of work to do if we're going to pull off a win against Notre Dame or Duke. Look, I don't know. 
about Duke. Looking ahead here, we played Miami really tight the first time, right? And one point loss. Notre Dame, but it's kind of tough. But in North Carolina, dude, North Carolina, they've got to be the most inconsistent team in the ACC right now. So yeah, when all over the place. Yeah, and again, I'm totally. at the point now where I'm just I'm one game at a time right now at this. Point, oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I know. You got to be. <clears throat> you got to be. But when you look at this, you, it, Georgia Tech, you have to win that game, and we'll talk. About oh yeah. It. Uh, Notre Dame's gonna be tough. Duke's obviously tough. North Carolina and Miami, both can be really good, but especially North Carolina, I've seen them be just absolutely terrible so yeah well the goals i mean if there's a positive to say about the last four games it's that um we most likely are playing the right teams at home and the right teams away um, i mean i know that north carolina's got a pretty good record on on at home um but as far as like you know if you wanted to pick two teams out of that to where you'd rather play at home versus away i mean close between notre dame and miami but you definitely want that duke game home so yeah i mean right we already we already did the away thing with that, so <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's never easy. At J Burgett underscore thirteen, seems like Sadibi gained some confidence in his knees throughout the game with some of the plays he made. Yeah, to to our point earlier, I mean the way he closed out, he got up high, uh, landed easy, and um, was mm. was quick. And I was nervous for some of it as I was watching it. I was like, please, Lord, no. Uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? Well, and that's going to be, that's the thing, right? Is like in one instance, you're like, all right, just go all out. This is your, and, but at the same time as a Syracuse fan, it's someone who wants to cheer for this guy. Um, I mean, again, you, you want to go all out, but I, the last thing I want is, you know, to just see like a career ending thing on the court because you know what I mean? Like, so I don't want to see that. And again, when you saw him close out the same thing that I talked about that Frank did well, that, or not Frank, that Jesse did well, that I didn't think Frank was going to be able to do. Right. Barama, Barama goes out, and you want to know why? Because he knows the system. He knows the rotation. Exactly. So he started out. Because he's not as quick as Frank, but he knew in his head where to be, so he had the reaction time, and Just, he had that quick one extra step because he knew where he was supposed to be. He ran out there. He blocked the three-point shot, jumped up in the air, came in, landed into the bench. Yeah. And, and, and everything was fine with his knees. So when I saw that, I was like, okay. And it just as, as if you've ever been an athlete that's had some type of injury, it takes a while for you to gain confidence back. And at a play like that, it, it will give that athlete confidence that, oh, wow, I can I can do these things again. It just is. Um, it's good to see to know that that dynamic isn't totally gone with with Frank in there. And it gives Frank some time to maybe learn it a little bit. And if he's having a rough go at it. You've got those yeah. extra fouls, too. I mean, he got in foul trouble early. That was another issue. He got two pretty yeah. quick. and those, that was, I mean, it's tough to, to, to bitch about the refs. No, I didn't think 20, the refs were terrible. Crap, crap. I mean, yeah. it was just Well, there was, one, there was one called on Sadibi that I put on Twitter. I recorded it off the TV and put it on Twitter. Dude, he literally goes up for a rebound, doesn't get it, turns around and walks away. And call, dude, the dude uh, from Boston <laughs> College catches the ball and falls to the ground, and Sadibi gets called for the foul. I'm like, uh, what the hell happened? I thought they were calling a travel. They, <laughs> called, <laughs> they called a foul. A pretty late whistle there. Yeah, I mean, it was terrible. And there was a, there was a couple other ones too. But, uh, you know, when you put the officiating in perspective for the year – 
uh, that wasn't a terrible game. You're gonna you're gonna right. you're gonna miss a couple here and there, and it is what it is. But um, it, compared to the rest like, of the year, not I'm that expecting bad. Expecting not good and inconsistent at this point every time. Exactly, uh, Matthew on the Facebook, and he just gives us he just gives us the picture. You, you guys know the iconic it picture of, of Coach us, uh, sleeping in the chairs during practice. Uh, it's a beautiful <laughs> sight, and uh, they, look, it sums up the game perfectly. Because not that exciting. I'll take no. I'll take a boring win over a thrilling loss any day. But uh, Matthew wins with with the with the picture of Coach because that I that was, was me on my couch. Bring that. Oh, dude, I was hoping you were going to bring that up because it's like it's too early to start drinking and get a couple of beers yes. and get fired up, right? It's just Boston College, right? And then at the at the same time, it's just like one of those boring games where you're just. Winning by double digits the whole time, but it's not led from start to really, finish. Never lost the lead. Necessarily, like right, it's not necessarily the best brand of basketball, right? So no, especially I mean, with the start when the offense was just on both sides was ugly, you know. So mm-hmm. really funny, really. Good no, stuff. I felt that. I felt that. Yeah, I, I think that, everybody I did, and it showed in yeah. the fan feedback, and and <laughs> Matthew gets it. So. Oh yeah, uh, Gerard on Facebook, nice game. Why? Why I had to watch softball instead of the beginning of the Syracuse Boston College is baffling. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like looking at this. And I'm like, please, Lord, tell me there's not nine innings. And it was in a blowout softball. game, right? I don't know. I don't know. So truth be told, I can't. I recorded. I had to go pick up my 15 year old at lacrosse practice at noon. When lacrosse practice runs over every day, regardless. Mm-hmm. So they have to go find balls and all that crap, you know. So anyways, I came back home and I start fast forwarding and I'm like, oh my gosh, did I record the wrong thing? Because it was on so long. So anyways, I just kept going. But I mean, you know, I saw it was in the sixth inning. I'm like, please, please, Lord, tell me that there's not nine innings to this because I had no idea. Not really a softball fan. So only seven, uh, right? I have no idea. I saw six and I just fast forwarded until it was over. Well, I mean, it's I so I have YouTube TV, right? So when I record it, it just records when the game starts. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Is it because I just turned it on and all of a sudden it was nine to five with fourteen and a half minutes to go, and I didn't know any of what had happened. So, right. Well, no one did. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, and again, it was probably one of those situations where go to ESPN Plus if you want to watch blah blah blah, but you don't know unless you're watching it live, right? Exactly. But yeah. at the end of the day, like this doesn't make any sense to me. Like ACC has its own. Network. network. If you pay for ACC network through a cable provider, there should be some type of app where you can go in and you can stream any ACC they even, game you want. They didn't even show basketball until like four o'clock. I know. Well, what were they doing? It's like, is it a, is it like a, is it like a um, copy? Well, not a copyright thing, but like a a rights it's thing. All about money. The, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be because you know ESPN had the game or whatever, so they've got to be the ones that show it. But you yeah, know, and you know what? Go ahead. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that as like a major corporation, please have the wherewithal of like if it's a blowout, like go to the game, go to the, the game that's about to start. Like have some wherewithal about what's going on. Something it's a softball game and it's a seven inning game. 
or, or a seven run game, like let's go, let's go to the ACC basketball. You know what I mean? Same like, thing just, with the basketball games. Put put them on ESPNU. That's the, the same with football. Yeah, and wasn't here, there one in football where we were sitting there watching like a team pretty much run the clock out as they're up like four touchdowns one time? Wasn't it the Rutgers game or something? Yeah. I feel like it was something early. I do remember a football something. game that was bad. Yeah. Uh, well, like, here, just change it. Here's here's the other thing. You know, look, it is. It is Daytona 500 Sunday, okay? And NASCAR and Fox do this thing. It's, you know, brilliant but simple. They do a side-by-side. When they run commercials, they show the commercial on one half, play the audio from the commercial, and put the, the race on the other half. Like, so, so you can watch it during a commercial? So you can watch it during a commercial, but you wow. can't hear it. Isn't that brilliant? I mean, hello, uh, ESPN. If they if ESPN has not been able to figure that out by now, they might want to start thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not that difficult. Yeah. We have all the technology in the world these days to do that kind of stuff. Stupid. Um, yes, so thank you, Gerard, for your comment. Mike, <laughs> took care of business. Hope Benny's okay. So I didn't see this, but a lot, of, a couple of people were uh, I saw on socials were saying that Benny left the game holding his wrist. Okay? Yep. So I didn't notice it myself. Uh, nothing was mentioned in the press conference about it. I haven't seen anything on any of the uh, Syracuse uh, media sites. So I'm hoping it's fine, but... Um, you know, I hope he's okay, obviously. Hoping it's fine. No, so I think, it could have been nothing. I think it happened when he got fouled there um, at the end and he went to the free throw line. Mm-hmm. And he landed kind of the same way as Jesse. Oh, and, boy. Uh, and you could see it when they were like kind of the video and everything and they were doing, uh, you know, the handshaking lines and everything. You're going through and like as he was like walking to the, you know, the um, – the locker room, you could see him kind of like messing with his wrist and he like had it like down on his side, not really moving it that much. Yeah, like, so, um, yeah, that's kind of, that's what I'm assuming he's talking about. I saw that too at the end of the game. Dan with two ends mentions it too. Benny walking off holding his wrist, three question marks. Yeah, well, we'll we will yep. have to keep our eye on that. Obviously, we'll probably know more tomorrow we'll as we've got a couple tomorrow, quick yeah. turnarounds in games. And I hope he's okay, obviously. Um, but, um, you know, how ironic would it be to have two guys with severe wrist injuries at the end of the year like this? Uh, top fan, Steve on the Facebook. Hope they save some for the stretch run. Thankfully, Sadibi contributed good minutes. Rusty, but good. Absolutely. And that's the story of the day. And I don't know if anyone saw it coming. I know I didn't. So, look. I love surprises, and that was a great surprise. So, no, good surprises. Yes. Well, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised about Jesse too. Not necessarily, not necessarily happy about that one. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, all right, let's talk about Georgia Tech. Now, the last time we came here and did a post-game and pre-game uh, preview, Georgia Tech was fifteenth. In the ACC. The all-time series between Georgia Tech and Syracuse sits at 7-7. Seven and seven. Can you believe they've only played 14 times? It's kind of crazy. Uh, the last time the teams met was February 27th, 2021. Uh, we lost 84-77. Uh, 80, uh, Gerard Beheim, Dolzhai, Gary A. Griffin, you're starting five. Griffin with 26 points, but it obviously was not enough. This year, though, Ken Palm has them ranked 164th with an adjusted offense ranked 246th. An adjusted 
defense ranked 99. Uh, he, he, being Ken Pine, by the way, he's predicting a 79-68 win for Syracuse at home. Georgia Tech is sitting 12th in the ACC now at 11-5, 4-11 in ACC play, and they're coming off of a win yesterday against Pitt, 68-62. to uh, Before that, though, they dropped three in a row to Miami, uh, Virginia, and NC State. Uh, this team, they, they, they struggle to score a little. They average about 69 points a game. Uh, they turn the ball over quite a bit. And so they're averaging about 14 turnovers a game. But their averages from the floor and from, from three aren't bad. 44% from the floor and 36% from three. If you only saw those numbers, you would think they, weren't, they wouldn't be ranked you know, 246. But here we are. Georgia Tech is 156 in the net rankings, making this a quad three game at home. Uh, I got to have on uh, a quick turnaround. Couldn't, couldn't finish up some of this last run with two better opponents being Boston College and Georgia Tech, in my opinion. Joe, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've looked at this as uh, another team that we have to look, we have to beat. And to be perfectly honest with you, I watched the end of this game yesterday with Georgia Tech and Pittsburgh. And at one point, you know, um, I mean, 10 minutes, 10 minutes to go, Georgia Tech was up by 16. You know, they kind of had it handled, and uh, Pittsburgh went in a 15-3 to run, and they really got it um, got it close near the end there. And uh, Georgia Tech, yeah, I mean, it took everything within, within them to pretty much hold on to that to that game. Um, we know uh, Michael DeVoe, a couple names yeah. that we're going to, you know, um, remember from the past. Uh, <clears throat> Jordan, Jordan Usher's another one, bless you. And... Um, you know, other than that, they got a couple guys that, you know, are coming in. Uh, Kalen Moore, Sturdivant, Howard, he's a 6'10 center. But when you look at Usher, 6'7, their other forward, uh, Moore, 6'7. Um, and then they have a couple guards that come off the bench as well. Uh, this is a team that is, is their, their strength is their, is their defense, just like um, Boston College's. And they, you know, they struggle to score, minus, you know, Jordan Usher's pretty. Uh, um, gritty around the rim. Um, he's going to be able to, to board and, and be down there with um, with Swider and, and Jimmy um, and, and giving him fits. And then obviously, I mean, DeVoe is, is kind of like the one-man wrecking crew. Uh, so those are the guys, obviously, um, that uh, you got to look for. They're the only guys that average double digits, and they're the only guys that really shoot a bunch of threes. I mean, there's other guys that shoot them. But those are going to be the guys that you're going to want to watch on the perimeter, too, as far as um, Usher and DeVoe. Um, so, again, what really worries me here is that they do have some defensive guys that could give them troubles because they aren't the smallest team. I mean, like I said, a guard that's 6'7 with Usher, forward that's 6'7 with Moore. That's who's going to be guarding Jimmy and um, and Cole, and they're going to have the, um, the athletic advantage. Um, and Howard is 6'10", 246, senior. So he's a grown man down there. So he's going to have a weight advantage, strength advantage um, over whoever we have at center. And uh, Michael DeVoe is a 6'5 guard. Uh, Sturdivant's 6'2. So I see Sturdivant guarding Joe Girard and, and DeVoe at 6'5 and lengthy um, at guarding Buddy. So Buddy's not going to have an easy match uh, matchup. Um, but I think, honestly, with this team where we can get them is the bench. I think that um, we're a little bit deeper than they are as far as you know guys that can come in and help um as far as some things that i can see just some younger guards that come off the bench um and everyone's really just young so um Passner really didn't hit up the transfer portal the way that a lot of these other acc 
um, teams did, and he elected to kind of stay young but stay with his guys. And, um, you know, maybe that's something that could end up helping uh, the continuity of that team and him going forward in the future. But as far as, as this year goes, um, it seems like it's kind of been a wash. Uh, I know they dealt with some injuries as well. But, um, again, up until yesterday when they beat Pittsburgh, they were in last place in the ACC. It's a, a team that we should beat, um, no problem, especially at home. And, um, and yeah, I mean, that's, re- that's really all I got. I mean, we got to play we got to play pretty bad um, to lose to this team. If, if we bring it defensively like we did yesterday and, um, and we can just shoot a decent percentage and, and, and be average on offense, then we should be able to take care of this team. Yeah, I I hope so. I mean, so do you, obviously, I think with the with the way they turn the ball over, that has a lot to do with their adjusted offense. I'm assuming, but like I said, do they just not take a ton of threes, Joe? Because they're they're not average. I mean, they're at like 36 percent from three. No, no, it's not six, terrible. Six to eighteen, six to eighteen against Pittsburgh, and that's what I mean is, is that this could be a team where I mean I wouldn't I would like to think that Pastor is a good enough coach not to not let them you know get lulled into shooting threes but no they really don't shoot a lot of threes um, but I also don't think that they have the offensive guys and, and really the experience against the zone to be able to score that great down low either so uh, I mean only time will tell I haven't seen enough um, of them but I'm just looking at their their schedule <laughs> their record you know, it's it's obviously a team that struggles um, offensively, and coming in and playing against the zone, especially if you're not used to it or if you haven't had a couple of years experience against it. Which again, I see Usher and I see Devoe. Devoe, and I feel like Moore is is a guy that has gotten some minutes in the past. But when you take those three away, I don't know how much these guys have seen the zone, and they really don't have depth as far as height at all. So if Howard gets in trouble as a center then I don't know where they're going to go. I mean, that's going to be an opportunity where we could probably go small with Jimmy and then maybe get some mismatches. So, I mean, we'll see. But um, it's all going to be about where we can find the mismatches on defense and how they match up with us because, um, you know, if they if they make us struggle on the offensive end, which they can on defense, then um, then it could be one of those long games and, probably, you know, one of those games where it's like, ah, this shouldn't be this close, this far into it, that kind of thing. Um you know, as much as we all want to get, you know, have an exciting game, nah, I wouldn't mind this one kind of going the same way as Boston College. Oh, yeah. So I ain't got to worry yeah. about it on a, on a Monday night, you know? Yeah, don't get me wrong either. I mean, like I said, I'll, I'll take a boring win any day. You know, I mean. And then a loss, yeah, yes, for sure. Yes, absolutely. Uh, thrilling wins tax me just as much as a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so as far as the old ticker and anxiety goes uh you know sometimes it's nice to throw these sprinkle these games in here so that brings us to this joe last game you predicted i predicted 82 72 you predicted 75 62 so you lowballed it which was the smart move because you ended up winning that game so you take a two game uh advantage over me currently i'm five and seven one you're seven five one so uh, I went first last time, Joe. So you are up. You're up. You uh, give us your prediction for Georgia Tech at home against Syracuse. Okay. Um, again, I think it could have been worse on Saturday if we wanted it to be, and, and I think tomorrow is probably going to be a situation where. Um, it's going to be a little bit tougher in the beginning, but I think we'll get the lead. We'll, we'll see more of the bench. 
And um, I don't think I'm going to go as high as Ken Palm did, but I'm going to say Syracuse wins um, 72-62. Okay. What did you say? 72? Oh, wow. That's amazing. Because I, as you know, I've already written mine down. I'm just going to tell it to you. It's 78-62. to 62. So... Okay. So we'll have to see. That'll be interesting. So, yeah, I'm going to pick Syracuse 78 to 62. I think, like you said, this is going to be, what did Ken Palm say? He said 76-56. Yeah, I don't see them only scoring in the 50s. I just feel like at some point, you know, Syracuse has a lull on defense, and sometimes I'm, I'm banking They'll on hit at least some 60. Shots. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So They'll hit some shots. They'll get some the, fast the, break points off of turnovers. Like That's just something we give to almost everybody. But here's the thing. That's true. And, and those, that adds, it's going to add some points for them, um, more than I think they're probably predicted to have. But Syracuse, over the past few games, man, they've been doing a tremendous job of getting other teams to turn the ball over. And they're, they're getting in the passing lanes now, and you're just seeing a little bit more efficient defensive look from Syracuse. They're just, they've there. You could tell they're doing a hell of a better job. More consistent. Yes. Yes. More consistent. And with the, with the amount of times they're, they're, they're getting in the passing lanes a lot. I mean, buddy had five steals last game and I don't know what we are going back, but I mean, they've, I just, it's been way more active and handsy than it's been all year and at the right time too. So, uh, so yeah, 78, 62, Syracuse is my guess, and uh, we'll just have to just have to wait and see. The only piece of information we don't have is when this game, what what TV this game is going to be so played on. I so I looked, so I looked, and again, this is one of those yes network situations. So oh, okay, I'm, all right, so maybe so it's going to be a situation right. where people are going to be probably asking if you're going to stream. Um, I do know, you know, and you know, I don't know one way or another, but if you have any friends out there that have yes network and um they're willing to give you their time warner passcode um you can download an app called belly sports and um you can stream that game with said person's um password but that's if you have a a friend or family member that's willing to give you that access um because they have yes but it's 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 yes network and um it looks to me like Unless you have Yes Network, or unless you have DirecTV, or unless you do what I just said, or or unless you watch on stream tomorrow, you're probably not going to well, see it. So. Well, I mean, the stream tomorrow would be would be tough. Will be tough because I may be able to set up a stream, and that's a total possibility, but I will not be in here because my lovely wife has missed the last three games due to work, and. She's going to want to watch the game with me. And I don't blame her. I'd want to watch the game with me, too, if I wasn't me. So, um, God. you know, I mean, I don't blame her at all. So, if that's going to be the case, I will work on setting up. I will work on setting up the camera and uh, do my due diligence. Because I love you guys. That's why. So, if you're having an issue and you know you're going to have an issue... Go to Facebook. That's where I do it. And uh, I will announce it on there once, once I get confirmation if that's what we need. And trust me, if we need it, people will let me know. So they I'm pretty are, sure they, we're going to. They, so. always, they always do. And I appreciate them for giving me the heads up because I get all the games. I get all the games. I don't ever have to well, worry I'm, about Well, I'm it. giving you the heads up. Okay, Joe. article on 
Syracuse.com. Okay. It's going to be on Yes Network. That is the situation. Okay, that is the situation. Joe has confirmed. So I will work on getting the camera set up. You can watch it. Not with me, but from my TV here in the lovely Q's Cave where we do the show, where I do the show. Joe doesn't do it in here. Maybe someday. No. Maybe. Maybe. Um, okay. Well, look, that is going to wrap things up for us this afternoon slash evening. We appreciate all of you for joining us. Uh, Syracuse, can they take care of business at home? Let's hope so. I think they can. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out of here. Go Orange. Seriously, Joe? No peace? Nothing? That's how you're going to end this thing? I said go Orange. I don't like it. Peace. That's better. Peace.